Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Uh, what's up, wrestling fans? We are back. Again, the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 70 this week. Oh, man, we're on a roll, too. This is like, what, the third or fourth podcast in a row for us? Oh, we rolling, baby. We rolling, 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 hey, rolling. We rolling. Hey. I'll tell you what, I wish it was episode number 69 again. <laughs> <laughs> 69 dudes I- <laughs> we can't even get through the intro anymore um as i said <laughs> inside trip wrestling podcast episode number 70 my name is brandon olinger please just call me brando joined with me as always number one fan man the best co-host in the game ben the law watson <laughs> what up what up what, what up, up? I love how you call me the law because nobody else does. That's the new nickname, dude. Is that my, is that I use it all the time. I call you the law all I, the time. You I, are the law. I, I am the law. Dude, episode number 70. And, you know, every time we hit this, and it's not a milestone, but every time we hit the next, uh, you know, number on the on the, on the, the, on the numbers. The next whole number. The, the next, next yeah, whole yeah, numbers on the stuff. numbers thing. It's, you just sit here and you think like, wow, we did 70 of these. And, you know, you know for, for some people that have done podcasts for a long time, 70 might not seem like a lot, but for me. I can't believe we've done 70 of these things. <laughs> you know what's fucking That's really awesome. amazing? It's like, no, if people if people knew us like what you and I were like when we coached together, I mean, we were just freaking button heads all the time. And the fact that we've been able to literally sit down <laughs> I can't believe it. for 70 podcasts and have a conversation with each other without throwing fists. I mean, I still hate That's you. quite the I mean, it came close a couple times. No, man. You know, we butted some heads, but we also, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I thought that, you know, we've got similar interests. We love the sport of wrestling. It's brought us together. You're my brother. Um, we actually do. You used to want to fight me when I would fart in the corner. That Well, that was pretty disgusting. <laughs> you know, I swear, 95% of the time, we get along just fine. Oh, yeah, I know. We're just fine. Just, just um, kidding. That episode number 70, man, it's uh, not a milestone at all, but it, I still think it is. It sounds great. Yeah. All I know is, well, after we uh, put out that very first podcast episode, I never thought we'd come close to 70. Hey, let's talk to some wrestling. Because it was awful. Hey, you ready to talk to some wrestling? (laughs) You want to sit here and butcher Ali Nasser's name for 10 (laughs) minutes? Have an argument over how to pronounce it? (laughs) That was great, man. And and next week, um, Cliff Keen week, will be our uh, three-year, two-year? Well, technically, I mean, this will be our... It'll be our two-year anniversary. And it'll be our third. It'll well, be our third Cliff King. Third Cliff King. Yeah, but it'll be our two-year anniversary, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two-year yeah. anniversary on the, of this podcast. All right, let's, fin- let's, nuts, man. let's finish up this intro with the the boring business stuff. Um, Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, um, catch us out there on Twitter. Please go out there, give us a follow. We like to talk wrestling and uh, even uh, stir the pot a little bit with you uh, fellow wrestling fans, especially the Penn State fans. We love you, by the way. Oh, it's- I saw you post something a little bit about that Penn State. Let's talk about it in a minute, though. We will. Uh, it's the Inside Trip one um, on Twitter. We got a Facebook page, the Inside Trip. Um, Ben's responsible for it. Um, I've been posting the podcast the past two weeks on it. That's about it. That's I don't like Facebook anymore, man. I don't like I don't like social media to be, to be honest. You know, I like Twitter. I like, I like Twitter, Twitter because I can 
I basically I just follow wrestling stuff. So right, and, right. I like wrestling yeah. Twitter, and I don't got to listen to politics and all that kind of bullshit. Or you know, I don't. I avoid Facebook see like the plague. Pictures of people's food and right. whatever else. And, and that's why I don't. And I need to just get on there and post it, and then go to like some of the sites every time wrestling stuff's posted and posted. But I just I hate Facebook. I, I mean, I can't stand it to be honest with you. It's, but anyways, yeah, it disgusts me. Like, I don't know, my mom. My mom always wants to talk to me about what she sees on Facebook. I'm like, Mom, I don't want to hear it. Same here. Like, I don't want to hear it. My mom loves to post things on Facebook. And then my dad's like, oh, your mom was showing me those, uh, the, the, this thing on the Facebooks. Yep, the like, Facebooks. One, it's not a the. Two, I'm pretty sure it's not plural. It's just one Facebook, Dad, but uh, all right. Well, the worst thing about Facebook is, uh, God, I don't know why we're talking about this, <laughs> is, is the politics on both sides. They post these random uh, you know, random written things from politics on both sides that are completely wrong. And I'm just oh. like, I can't deal with this. Whether it's Republican or, excuse me, conservative or liberal, none of it's accurate. I'm just telling you guys that right now, none of it is accurate. I always, all I do is just look at the site that they got the article from, and it's like, I hate conservatives.com or I hate liberals.com. It's like, yep. Or the onion. <laughs> or the onion. Or, the onion's good, though. Yeah, but I love, I love the onion. You've seen the onion um, website where they post responses to like onion articles that yeah. are and people, people think serious. they're real <laughs> god it. what is wrong with people <laughs> if you ever get busted on that then you're the worst kind of human being of all time um all right let's finish this up what did i say we left off at facebook um we got an email send us emails man we love getting them we get a lot we got a lot and a lot of good feedback the inside lately. trip one one at gmail.com at gmail.com um, and then for the podcast itself, most of you guys know how to find it. Um, but in the event that you just happen to be a first-time listener, you maybe maybe came across it on Twitter or Facebook or wherever that may have been, you can find us out there. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Maybe subscribe on Google Play. You can subscribe on SoundCloud. Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, places like Pod that. Podbean. The Podbean. Go out there and flick that Podbean for us. Flick it. Um, so, yeah, subscribe, download, listen, you know. And then if you'd like us. I mean, even if you don't like us, go out there and give us a rate and a review. Yeah, we give like us a those. rate because I love the ratings, especially the the low ones. I like, yeah, but I want to say I want I want people to leave more reviews. Like, justify. Tell us what you rated us and yeah. tell us why. Especially, yeah, especially if you give us a bad one, justify yourself. Like, there was the guy that gave us four stars, and he said why, and he was like, basically, if I wasn't a Buckeye fan, I would have given it three stars. Yeah, he's like, basically, you guys suck. Luckily, I'm a Buckeye fan. You know, but don't don't be giving us three stars and not giving us a. Um, uh, a review But if you give us five stars I don't give a shit about the review That's cool Five's good I gave us a two star Dude I Honestly We one and a half stars <laughs> Speaking of that man You know Thanksgiving was over I know people don't want to listen to this But how was your Thanksgiving my friend My Thanksgiving was as good as it could possibly be When I'm hosting um, Just my side of the family So it was a good yeah. time Ate too much There you go Overindulged in the uh, Adult soda pops too A little too much um, it was good. It was good, man. You know, I like spending time with the family for the most part, but I was ready for him to leave by the end of the day. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, man. No, no, we host. We had the in-laws in town and and, that, and that's great because we had to do some decorating for Christmas and everything like that. But, uh, Thanksgiving was great. I was a little under the weather for most of it, you know, so I, I pushed through, um, you know, I, I'm glad I, I ate a ton. I drank a little. It's hard to drink when you're pretty sick, but this was actually... It was actually an amazing weekend. I mean, if you think about it, look, we had, Thanksgiving. we had Thanksgiving. All right, we had the match. It was you know Tiger versus Phil. That was very entertaining. Yeah, not to watch. a wrestling match. Very entertaining to watch. Um, let's see. 
I'm not a huge college football fan, but the Buckeyes went out and they demolished Michigan. I always Ooh. liked that. Um, uh, my Brownies just beat the pants off the Bengals. All right. Love that. Let's, let's move on on My that fantasy one. football team won this weekend, too. It was a great weekend, man. Dude, my fantasy football team got smoked. My Bengals... Um, oh, we smoked him. They, we got Baker Mayfield rolled him up in a little rolling paper and smoked him. He looked good. He looked he looked really good. If this was a different podcast, I'd tell you about how good he looked. Because <laughs> he, he no, he really did. He looked good. Um, I thought his comments about um, Hugh Jackson afterwards were a little. I don't know. I mean, what are you going to do? He said, "I can't believe Hugh Jackson went back and he's a competitor." Yeah, I get that. But why is he like Hugh Jackson went and uh, coached for the Bengals afterwards? I'm like, well, you know, he if he didn't have a previous relationship with the Bengals, I could understand. That, but I mean, oh, he went back. Salty. After he, he gets fired, salty. I'm like, hey, don't, do? don't let him fool you. They're actually happy about it. You know, Hugh Jackson took his losing ways down to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he was a pretty good offensive coordinator for us before that. Yeah, that but, offense was firing this weekend. With no, him. not this weekend. <laughs> I mean, back when he was actually the OC. All right, all right, all right. You hear we lost Dalton for the year? I did. On a thumb? Yeah, he got a sore thumb. I don't give a shit. A sore honest, thumb. Dude. That's how much I'm That's how angry I am at the Bengals. I don't care. I, if he never put a Bengals jersey on again, I would be excited. The only negative thing about this weekend was that Sunday it was freaking sunny and damn near 60, and I didn't get out and play golf. I know, and I wanted to, but I had prior. I had to get my house decorated. My house is on Christmas tour for one of the homes. Uh, I live in a historic district here, and they do Christmas tours, and my house is on the tour, so I had to get it decorated. Anyways, anyway. nobody gives a shit about any of that. They don't, but we gave people enough time to you know go to the bathroom, get their drinks, Get situated, tell their kids and wives to shut up, or their kids and husbands to shut exactly. up. Exactly. There's plenty of you women know. that listen to our podcast. That's why I was... <laughs> Got to give me some time. Uh, so let's get on to the wrestling. That's what I'm talking about. You want to run... You know, obviously there wasn't a ton of college wrestling, and rightfully so, because it's Thanksgiving, so you are ruthless if you schedule a dual meet a day or two after Thanksgiving, because come on, let these guys eat a little bit. But, um, you know, we had a little bit of a college roundup. Iowa, you know, beats Purdue 26-9. to nine. No Spencer Lee. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, I don't think there was Spencer Lee. I mean, they were, they were out, out a few guys, right? They were. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. So I'm just nervous about the Spencer Lee thing because I drafted him first in my fantasy. Oh, that's right. We did have the fantasy wrestling draft we this weekend, too. Yeah, yeah, that was another great thing. It was a great weekend. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But um, how about? Mitch Bowman backup going out there and just beating up eleventh ranked Christian Brunner. Yeah, that's, Brunner just getting back from representing the United States at U twenty three Worlds. And, and maybe kids, that has something kids to do with be, it. Be, I know. I mean, that might have something to do with it. I don't know. Well, Mitch Bowman's a serviceable backup, but um, you know that doesn't bode well. I, I mean, that just shows you that a lot of these teams are building some depth to where you have these these gentlemen that are not even starting. They can go out and beat top fifteen guys. The, that one that was a that was a head scratcher for me. You know, there was a couple matches that that was one of them, and the other one, you know, Max Mirren beating Limix five zero, shutting him out. I'm not a huge fan of Limix. I'm not high on Limix. I, I think, think he's a bad. He's having a bad season so I, far. I think he's a, I think he's overrated. I mean, that's that's my personal opinion. Don't mean any insults to anybody. Um, he's taken a few losses already, and I, I think Max Mirren. Is damn good. I think he's. I think I, he's. I think he's damn good, and I think he's only going to continue getting better, which is just scary when you think about it. Because I mean, they got him. For Iowa is coming back around. They've got a roster right now that can be scary good. Not good enough to challenge Penn State for the top spot this year, but they can definitely challenge for that number two spot. And I and I definitely expect them to. I, I agree with you, and I, and I'm very high on Max Murin. I think that 
I I'm I'm almost willing to say that I I would bet a decent amount that he's going to all American this year. Um, so you know that was one of the duels. The other duel that I think that people gra- you know kind of gravitated towards was the Okie State. They beat uh, Wyoming t- twenty seven to six. You know Wyoming is a solid squad. They're very scrappy, similar to South Dakota State. And I hate to use the word scrappy because they got some really talented guys. But you know at the same time. They went out there and they wrestled Oklahoma State. They lost. Some of the things that interest me in that match is, well, we saw we saw Gefeller. You know, he, you know he beats Jensen nine one, but that that means no Boo. Oh, G Feller right there, man. Yeah, that means no Boo. You know what's going to go on with Boo? Boo, I think took seventh or eighth last year. I think um, he took eighth. Yeah, to, to have a to have a guy in the chamber like Gefeller, that's just another rich get richer type thing. What are you thinking about? I mean, are we going to see Boo again the rest of this year, or do you think it's you think Gefeller's going to kind of? be able to solidify himself to be the starter at that weight. I don't know the extent of Boo's injury. All right. I listened to an interview with John Smith and, you know, he mentioned something three to six weeks, but the majority of people that, that follow wrestling closely should know that G Feller um, is, He's the real deal, all right? Baby he was Groot. undefeated in high school. Um, you know, he was a multiple-time Fargo All-American, high-placing All-American as well. You know, he, he went out, he won the scuffle last year, including a win over Nick Lee in the finals at the scuffle. He was supposed to be the backup 141 this year. They lose Llewellyn. So now here's a guy that's typically weighing, you know, weighing in at 141, going right. up to 149, and has two matches since then. He's majored both of his opponents, including All-American Tommy Thorne. Um, odds are we're going we're, we're gonna to see Luolum back at some point in time, but I'm not so sure that he's going to be able to take that spot away from, from G. Feller. Right, and I, and I guess that's the biggest question is it's hard when, the, you know, the longer that Luolum's out and the more that Gefeller can kind of, you know, solidify himself, and maybe he gets a couple big wins against maybe some All-American contenders, if not some previous All-Americans. Um, you know, we had a, we saw a similar situation last year with Gaffa- or with uh, Lou Wallen and um, Gio Martinez. Gio Martinez. You know, I think that's just another rich get richer situation. Uh, you know, two other things that notified me was one: still no Joseph Smith. Uh, that's the son of uh, 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 you know of the head coach, obviously John Smith. Um, you know. You know, word on the street, right? The rumors are that he's he's uh, pretty high in weight. I have no bearing to be able to back that up. But did you? You're okay. telling me a guy. Did like, you see the flow videos? No, I didn't. Okay, so when they went up to duel, um, I guess it was South Dakota State, because okay. uh, Oklahoma State traveled to South Dakota State, I believe, right? I'm pretty right, sure they did. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's videos. You know, they do these little, you know, side videos where funny stuff. Yeah. And it was, uh, and one of them was Joe Smith, and he's in an elevator. And I, I mean, the dude looks like he's 35 years old and has been hitting the butt heavy for a little while. Really? Yeah, I'm serious. See, he looks big, huh? He looks, he looks big. He might look like me. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to him, but I mean, he looks big. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the boy ain't going to wrestle 165. Well, I don't think that's the expectation anymore, right? But, the expectation, but, but what about Jacob? What about taking on Jacoby Smith, who, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, he won a tight ones against Hastings, who, you know, there's some controversy whether or not that was an actual reversal for him to be able to win that match. But you know, it's 74 or 84. Dakota Gears never gotten on the podium. You got a returning All American coach's son sitting the bench. Returning All American coach's son sitting the bench. That's, I mean, I don't, I don't think John was. Smith is going to play favorites when it comes to that lineup. 
I really don't. I, I, he was he's probably the one coach that I would expect not to play favorites when it comes to to spots in that lineup, even if it is his son. Um, I, Coach's son's probably got a lot of pressure on him, man. I mean, probably, just generally. But what do, the Jake Ryan's of the world, Joseph Smith's of the world. Even if he was to slide into that roster at a, you know let's say 174 184 I don't I don't care even 165 which I don't see what do we really expect of him right now all right he's had a long history of injuries he missed all of last year the year before he wrestled with those injuries he's all American. obviously he did all american I, I get that um he's obviously going to be at a weight that may not be conducive to his actual real size and style I don't know just speculating I mean, do you see him in a single maybe he's beefed up maybe he's jacked um, he just got stung by a bee in the face. I mean, if they're talking about him possibly wrestling 184 and he started at 165, <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. There was, somebody got a big pinch on that boy when it had the weight certification. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Because somebody he, got a big pinch. So we're saying he didn't make 165. I don't know. To be able to get certified there. All right. Well, you know, I just thought that it was. It, I think that's interesting. It, I'm gonna monitor it in my head because one, I think it, you know, could be a fantasy steal out there for anybody listening. You know, <laughs> and two, um, you know, I, I just I'm surprised that a guy like that is isn't uh, penciled in. And Jacoby Smith is still getting better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He may have had a close match. Again, returning All American, still getting better. Two times okay. JUCO champ. Two times JUCO champ. You know, Dakota Gear. You say he's never been on the podium, Ben. He's only wrestled at nationals once, and he was a true freshman. Yeah, and then he took a red shirt, and he went two and two at nationals that year. Okay, so then he took his red shirt last year. He's having a great start to the season in a room like Oklahoma State, where he's got great training partners around him. So who knows? I think you make a fair point. I think that actually the Dakota Gear point actually is probably a better point than even the Jacoby Smith one. Is that you're right? I mean, and and not to say Jacoby Smith's bad. I think you know I think Jacoby Smith probably gonna if he wrestled this year. And he's the starter. He's going to end up as a two-time JUCO champ, two-time Division One All-American. That's a hell of a career. That's a hell of a career. Now, listen before we before we change subjects. You know, we, you know, jokingly or in jest, kind of beating up on Joe Smith during this conversation. But I will say, I'll be the first to admit that. Look, if Joe Smith is healthy and he is wrestling, he's in that starting lineup, and he's wrestling at a weight that he can handle. That's good for him. Uh, whether it's one sixty-five, seventy-four, eighty-four, I don't care. Look, he's got the talent. There's no denying that to get on the podium, but I'm still a little skeptical about what can we actually expect from him right now. I got to see it. Where's he at? Before I believe. Where's it. he at? Right, and that, and I think we'll find out. I mean, if he's still on the team, we're going to find out by you know. Remember, I think they both go. To, I think they go to the scuffle, don't they? Um, I was actually just I just pulled up their uh, their schedule. So let's see here. They got Oklahoma coming up next, so they're off until the ninth. Then they got Oklahoma. They got Northern Colorado. They go to Reno in Reno. December. That's then right. they go Reno. to Scuffle. Then they go to the Scuffle. So and you can enter multiple people in Reno and Scuffle. Can you do it at Re- in Reno? I know oh you yeah, can't the Scuffle. Yeah, because Tristan, oh, you Tristan yeah. Moran yeah. and Boo Lou Wallen. Yeah, not, you're right. They used to they used to win it in place when their starters didn't go. Right. Remember, remember they have they, they don't have, send their starters to Reno. Right. They send all their backups to Reno. So That's Joe, right. Joe Joe's gonna get some. Get some looks. If he's healthy and ready to go. So it'll be interesting. Um, well, I'm rooting for him. But yeah, I think the biggest match of the night, and I thought it was kind of cool that they wrestled it last. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they wrestled 133 last. was fixed, you know, decisions breast are 3-0. No takedowns. Montori Bridges. Yeah, Montori Bridges. Returning All-American from Wyoming. No takedown. Um, you had a stall call, a ride out, and uh, um, 
An escape. And an escape. Correct. Now, the, the, the stall calls were from actions. You know, mm-hmm. there was two action calls. Where I thought that there were some times where Montori Bridges might have been able to get an action call against Fix. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, a stall call against Fix. They went action. Mm-hmm. And then um, when Fix pushed him out. Now, it was a little more obvious when Fix pushed him out both times. At least once, I would have definitely hit the stall. The second time, I thought it could have been action, could have been stall. Bridges, you know, you know, obviously in Gallagher-Iba, Bridges didn't get those stall calls. He got the actions. My biggest question, or go ahead if you guys have something to say. No, I, I, I think, I mean, I, I think you made some great points right there. When I was watching those sequences, look, I think for a guy like Dayton Fix, who is, he is a freshman, okay, redshirt freshman, um, I thought he wrestled the edge of the mat very well. And sure. very savvy. And freestyle. I'm wondering, do you I think mean, it's yeah. from his freestyle yeah. experience, again, that, she, that that he knows how to wrestle like that on the edge of the mat? Our freestyle guys can wrestle on the edge of the mat because he got push-out issues. Right. You know, and, 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 uh, and, and, uh, and the freestyle realm. Where I'm going with this match is I wasn't – I you know, Fix did some nice jobs. Montori Bridges was able to get on, on Fix's legs, I think, twice, two to three times. Um Fix was able to because of his uh, athleticism and his ability. I mean, his, uh, gosh, his flexibility was able to um, not give up those takedowns. I'm not so concerned about, yeah, great job about Fix not getting taken down. But if he can't score on Bridges, you're about to tell me he's going to be able to score on Seth Gross or a Nikki Suriano or a Steven Meechick or even a Luke Pletcher who's got some good defense. If he can't get a takedown against Montori Bridges, excellent in his own right. I wouldn't put him up at the top tier of the Gross and Soriano realm. I don't know if that bodes really well for Fix in a match against one of those tough guys, especially Seth Gross, who, I tell you what, getting in on his legs is the easiest part of taking him down. I get the point that you're trying to make, okay? I do. I get the point that you're trying to make, but I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one, okay? Uh Dayton Fix, for the start of his actual collegiate career, you know, in an Oklahoma State singlet, has not had an easy start. All right. He's had some tough matches right out the gate. Montori Bridges may not be at the Seth Gross level or the Stevan Micic level, but he is an amazing wrestler in his own right from Oklahoma, I do believe. And was an All-American. He's also extremely athletic. Remember last year when Cade Brock tried to inside trip him and put Cade Brock on his back? Not too many people can do that. Okay. So. What I was more impressed about, or what really impressed me, was the fact that everybody knows how great Dayton Fix is on his feet. And maybe he couldn't get to his takedown, but he was able to ride out Bridges for an entire period. I like it. That shows an element to his game, a strength that we may not have known about before or expected to be that strong. So for him to be able to ride out an All-American for an entire period and get that riding time point, to me... That's impressive in its own right, and that just shows that, okay, we know he can get out on bottom. We know he can dominate on his feet. Uh-oh, now this guy can ride all Americans as well, and that makes him an even more dangerous wrestler. You make a great point. I, now, that being said, Montori Bridges was almost out a couple times. I can't believe – you know, it was almost like Fix made a decision, you know, after, after the first minute of the second period to say, you know what, I need to put legs in on him. You know, because he rode him out with legs at the end. But for the first – Minute of the period, they were pretty much on their feet the entire time with, you know, with Fix behind them. And Bridges almost got out a couple times. And one time where I think that I'm, I'm a little questioning of the ref is Fix dropped to a leg, 
when they were on their feet, so you don't get the count. And then Fix kind of walked him out of bounds while he was holding that leg. To me, that should be a stall. That's call. almost stalling yeah. up because Montori was almost out a couple times. He was almost out a couple times to the point where I was like, "Oh, he's going to get out. He's going to get out, and we're going to, you know, we've got to deal with that stall call in the first period." But Montori's going to need a takedown, but um, you know, it's going to be a match. And then when he was like, "Oh," when Fix goes, "Oh, I'll get double boots in and just lay on him," which not stalling, got a top bottom guy's got to wrestle. So I'm not saying that's a that's a bad. Uh, thing, uh, you know, a bad strategy, but uh, I, yes, he. I was impressed with the um with the ride out, but Bridges should have got out, or at least there should have been a stall call. Um, I still come, I still harp back to the fact that if Fix can't, if Fix can't take Bridges down, can he take the top guys down? Look, I, I, I would bet a lot of money that Fix is gonna be. But one thirty three is tough. I bet a lot of money that he's gonna all American though. I, I don't know about a lot, but I, I, I think he's gonna all American. But I'm not sure he's a finalist contender at this moment until I see him taking down I'm gonna some of these guys. You. I disagree. Oh, I disagree. You like him as a finalist contender, even though he can't take Matori Bridges down? Um, I do think that Fix is a finalist contender. I absolutely do believe that he is a contender to be in the finals. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm not saying he, oh, he is your 133 well, pound yeah, champ right now. Well, yeah, we don't guarantee many okay? things. Okay, but... Absolutely. I mean, look at what this guy, he just, he, he went out and he dominated an Ethan Lezak, who is only finished fourth and second at the national tournament. Yeah. And he beat Lezak in Lezak's best positions. I was more okay. impressed with the win over Lezak than I was over Montori. I don't think Dayton Fix wrestled great, as great as what he can, but for him to go out and get a win against an All-American like that, and again, I go back, you, you got a stall call against him, you got that stall point, you rode him out, and you got out. So when you're, maybe, maybe, maybe when you were off a little bit on maybe your feet that day, is. you still went out and put up three points and shut this guy out. You shut this guy out. He didn't score a point, and what do we always say, Ben? You can't win if you can't score a point. You can't win if you exactly. And if you can't get on the bottom, it's big trouble. So, and maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe he just didn't have his greatest match. You know, but he's still, I mean, Montori Bridges got in on his legs a couple times and Fix was still able to do some beautiful defense to stop it. And you're right. And I was pretty impressed with with his ability to outscramble Lezak. So, you know, maybe I'm just being a little tough on the dude um, because, you know, Dayton I Fix, think you're just a little uh, bitter that you didn't get to draft him on your fantasy <laughs> team is what I think. <laughs> no, you know, look, I would love to have Dayton Fix on my team. But honestly, I, I mean, I got Lukey Pletcher and, you know, we've had that. We, we already had that conversation, so we don't need to again. About who you know who we think would win that match, but you know I just thought it was interesting. I, I think it's worth mentioning that hey, if you can't take Montori Bridges down, are you going to be able to take down Nick Soriano, who's just a real stud in defense, or Seth Gross, who's who's going to not only stop you from taking him down, but he's going to score off your Aaron attacks. It's a valid point. I mean, it, 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 you, you, it is a very much a valid point, Ben. But I just have to look at it the other way that on a day. You just showed that you can still beat all Americans right. without getting a takedown, without great point. scoring in your best position. You can still go out and shut down a returning all American. To me, that says if you were have if that's you having a bad day, whoa, your good days are going to be really good. Yep. And I think you're right. I think you're right. I think maybe just because it's it was something I noticed. It's good fodder. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think it was something that I noticed. You know, I'm look. I'm not down on Dayton Fix. It's not like I don't think the guy's good. Like I said, I just thought that I thought that was a little intriguing. That I think that match was even closer than three zero because I think that Montori Bridges might have almost been able to get out there. And I'm not sure those two stall calls that Fix got were something that that every ref is going to call. 
you know, something that every ref is going to no, call. No, I hear you. So I think it could have easily. Got a little home cooking. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it could have easily have been maybe like a 2-1, 2-1 match. But, you know, that's that's really all I got from a, a college roundup perspective. I don't know. I, I thought the match more? between uh, Chandler Rogers and Branson Ashworth was a good oh, match. Yeah, I'm an and, idiot. You know, I should have thought about Rogers, that. returning All-American, goes out, and he actually gets beat by Ashworth. You know, and again, not only did you get beat by Ashworth, you got beat on your home mat. Yeah, beat on your and home mat. Now, I know I they've, Ashworth's beat him before. Yes, um, but he, he didn't look good. I thought... Who didn't look good? No, I'm sorry. Rodgers did not look good. Right. Okay. But I, I, yeah. I was really impressed with the way Ashworth wrestled. I thought he wrestled a great match. Um, shut down Rodgers. Stayed out of those positions that Rodgers likes to get in. Um he got Which is pretty much anything that involves throwing you to your back. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's those first positions. <laughs> Do you, you ever remember? I'm sorry. Do you ever remember uh, that uh, <clears throat> the video that uh, Tim Flynn did at Edinburgh? Oh, the headlock the video? The headlock video that Flo put out there? Yeah. That right there is Chandler Rogers. It is. And when you're on bottom, reach back. Reach back. Reach back and grab the <laughs> That video Perfect. epitomizes Perfect. Chandler Rogers. Oh, my God. <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen that video, just Google Tim Flynn headlock video for wrestling. I tell you what, it it's is hilarious. hilarious. It's hilarious. Flynn's got a nice little lefty headlock, too. <laughs> what was the? What did he say in the one he was like? I haven't seen it in a while. I went left-handed because he's young or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Tim Flynn. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was a good win for Ashworth. Um, no, I think that... Um, yeah, and I apologize for glossing over that. That's actually that's an excellent win. Ashworth's the guy that I think we both had, not All-American in last year, but, you know, making some noise at the national tournament. Actually, I think you might have had him All-American. It, not a bad pick, and I think I had him maybe making the round of 12. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see this guy really pushing for, like, a fifth, fourth, sneaking into some random decent All-American spot this year. Well, you know, he's having a great start to his season, I will tell you that. Um, I think he's about 9-1 and one right now, 9-1, and 10-1. and one. His only loss is to Chance Marsteller. It was 7-4. to four. Um, Who's his, a freaking animal, by it, the way. It, absolutely. If anybody's wondering, Chance Marsteller, is, uh, he's back. If you guys didn't realize that he was last year, and he's a title contender. And I'll say it. I, I agree. I'll say he's a title contender. That's why I drafted him on my fantasy team. I know you did. I had yeah. him last year, and everybody was looking at me like, Chance, why'd you pick him? I'm like, just watch. But, you know, Ashworth has only gone out in his last two matches. He beat uh, Isaiah White, ranked guy, round of 12 guy last year, just beat returning All-American Chandler Rogers. You know, he's got a nice win this year. Also over Cole Walter from Lehigh, who's not a bad 165 pounder in his own right. So he's having a great Who drafted him? Ashworth. Do we not have it up now? That's cool. That's cool if we don't have it up right now. No, we'll we'll, we'll recoup, but honestly... Love Ashworth, man. Nice. Ashworth was actually dressed with uh, Justin Slim Shady Sage. Real slim. Shout out to Justin Sage for freaking looking freaking great, losing some weight. He He's made me like, I'm going to start losing weight because of him. <laughs> Seriously. Anyways, plus he said he listens to our podcast every week at his work. So. That's awesome. Shout yeah, out to he Justin. Is, he is looking a lot better these he, days. I mean, I'm not going to say better or worse. He just He's looking really slim. Um, what, uh, what, what, what round did you draft him in? I don't know. I think it was it was later. All right. Well, good job, Justin. Yeah, it was later. Son of a bitch. I want him. You know what? Now you got me interested. Maybe we should just talk some fantasy. All right, I, we can. Before we roll into Cliff Clean, you want to do that? Yeah. All right. So we had well, the we fantasy. got AWL too, buddy. Oh, we got AWL. You're right. Um, yeah. So we had the uh, the sixth annual fantasy re- wrestling league six draft. Years. Six years, man. Six years. Draft this week. Hey, we've been we've been out in the freaking street doing fantasy wrestling before people even knew what the fuck fantasy wrestling was. Son. I don't know about that. Um, 
I'm excited this year. Like every year, it just seems to get better and better. You know, last year we we increased it to to 12 teams. We picked up, you know, a bunch of new people last year. Obviously, our boys Kevin Clonch and Tommy B from Blood Round. We got Earl Smith. Um, uh, that ain't Earl. Earl that Smith, ain't Earl from the, the Open Mat, formerly D1CW. Um, unfortunately, our boy Dan Ranz- Dan Ranzik had to dip out of it this year. Um, He'll and, be back though. I'm sure he will. But- I love our boy Danny Ranzik, son. Uh, but we picked up uh, Richard Emmel. He's taking a spot. BDI, Big yeah, Dick Emmel. That's the blood round, uh, 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 I guess, name for him. I don't know. I guess he's got a Big Richard. <laughs> what is wrong with the you? the word on the street. What the, what the hell is wrong Why else with would you call somebody Big Dick Emmel? Isn't Dick short for rich? Yeah. Or? He's got a Big Richard. Big Dick Emmel. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean his size of his, his Jaden Cox. Just mean generally. Did you eat lead paint when you were a child? Uh, seriously? No, I didn't start till I was an adult. <laughs> Chewing on some right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, fantasy draft this weekend. Um, it's always a great time, man. It's like a holiday for me. I look so forward to the fantasy dra- wrestling draft more than any other, like more than fantasy football. You had it all set up, anything. baby. I, I, I was ready to go. You had this big old table with like multiple computers going, setting it up, baby. Hey, had the just... championship belt out there oh, that's yeah, on the line this year. Good. Isn't that a nice belt? I'm not sure it's going to fit around me when I win. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a belt extender. <laughs> I'm winning this year, baby. No. Let's go, Makai Lewis. Um, so, yeah, what was your thoughts? What was, what do you think? What was your most? What was the most surprising pick to you? I don't know. I I'd have to look at them all, man. I, I mean, because you know what I'm saying. I don't have I don't have the draft board in front of me. Um, you know what always surprises? I don't me? know. I don't Here's know. what surprises me more than anything is that we're in a 12 team league now. Right? We got 12 guys, so obviously there's two guys drafting in the first round that, in theory. Is not getting a top guy at a weight class. They're not getting a number okay, one, a number rank one guy, ranked yeah. guy or whatever at a weight class. And it's two years in a row. In two years in a row, Mark Hall drops to the second round. I know. I picked him up last year. <laughs> and it always amazes me. It's like here's a guy that's made the finals twice. He's got a national title under his belt. He's only a junior. Russell's for. I mean, let's face it, the most dominating, you know, college program right now. Why is that? Because he's think- from Penn State and we got a bunch of Ohio guys? No. Um, I don't know. I, I think that, I think, honestly, when I picked him, when I got him last year, that early, I was like, I think I had him last year, didn't I? Yeah, you had him last year. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I think I got him second round. Second round. Yeah. He was second round this year. He was actually the second pick in the second round. So think about well, that. Well, that makes sense. 14th. You know, he's not ranked number one. He's got Zahid in his weight. Um, I think he's. I think he's a number. I think he's a top twelve guy, value pick in terms of fantasy drafting. But you know, so he only slipped twice to to uh, two spots. Um, I'd have to look at the draft again to see who was picked in front of him. Oh, here's here's so he, he went fourteenth. He was the fourteenth. Who pick. was picked in front of him that you would have picked him instead of them? Hayden Hidley. Yes, agreed. Because Stephon I think that Mark Hall has Mark Hall has a better chance of beating Zahid than Hidley does of Nolf. Stefan Micic. Who the hell picked him? Earl picked him with his first pick, first round pick. What what what's what's what uh pick? Ninth. No, I'm he, sorry, tenth. Yeah, I would have taken Hall over both of those guys for sure. Um, 
Joey McKenna and Jaden Ironman were both picked before Hall, right before Hall. And That's, I think there's an argument that can be made that, that Hall could be picked before either one of those guys. Great. I would pick them both before. Well, yeah, I'd definitely pick them before Ironman. Um, and no Buckeye Homer, but just because I think McKenna, just the way he's looked, I, that Cade Rock match just. Yeah, I, I could see it. Go, I mean, I could see either one of those guys. <laughs> Look, I, I'm sure people don't want to hear us talk about this fantasy draft in, in too great detail, but. I had the number um, one pick. I you had the Spencer number one Lee. pick. You took Spencer Lee, right? I took him, um, I, it was him and Nolf, man, and that was tough. And Nickel would have been a, a, a consensus number two for me. But, you know, him and Nolf, oh, or consensus, you know, after those two. You know, I went Lee. I'm curious to know what is your rationale? Because I had I, I had one A, one B, one C, and it was Spencer Lee, Nolf, and Nickel. One A, one B, one C. So, what is your rationale that Nickel is is behind those guys when he wrestles in he, in a very weak weight class this year? Yeah, right. Okay, he is obviously the top guy in that weight class. He picks up tons of bonus points. Maybe He's be- been a three time finalist, two time national champ. He beat Gabe Dean when nobody could beat Gabe Dean. So I'm just curious, what's your rationale behind? That? I don't have any rationale except that you know I, I'm obviously partial to uh, 25 pounders. You know, as me as a former 25 pounder a while ago. Um, I mean, honestly, you should be partial to 97 pounders. Yeah, right that, now. that <laughs> may, yeah that might be closer. But um, you know, so I don't know. I like that, and I I think that just the hype of Nolf. I mean, we've seen Nolf just destroy. People, we've seen Bo Nickel do it too. I'm not sure there's there's much of a rationale of it, except for the fact that maybe that maybe Nickel made a a bump up a weight class that, that just gives me a little bit of a a tiny tiny bit of reservation. And when I mean tiny bit of reservation, I still mean I'm predicting him to win an NCAA title and it not being close. I was just curious. So, um, so yeah, those were the top three picks: Lee, Nolf, Nickel. I thought. When Papa Pitt took Yanni Diakamahalis with the fourth pick, that was a little surprising. Dude, to me. you know Papa Pitt. He's been talking about Yanni D for a minute. That that guy, you know Papa Pitt. He gets it in his head who he wants, and that's who he goes with. He rode Imar train forever, no matter if Imar <laughs> win or lost. You know, so that's just the way he is. And and now Yanni D's a pretty damn good wrestler. So, well, if there's one thing I learned after this fantasy wrestling draft, it's that Richard Emmel likes him young. I think eight of the twelve guys he drafted. This is their first year starting. That's crazy. And I, you I know, think look, only two guys he drafted. Well, so it'd leave four other guys, and out of the four other guys, only two were all Americans. Now he went Gable Stevenson first round. Sure, wise, thought, wise, very, yeah, I, I very much, you. very much deserving of a first round yeah, pick. Obviously, absolutely. Um, I just found it found it interesting. He was that guy that wanted all the the, the young new. He boys, was the, the guy. He toys. was the Austin O'Connor, Dayton Fix. Like, hey, let me show you how much I know about wrestling. Patrick Glory. Yeah, the yeah, Patrick Glory. Let me show you how much I know about wrestling, guy. Now, he didn't miss on those picks because those are all picks that I had. Of like, yeah, I'm gonna draft those guys and I'm gonna draft them early. But he just he got there a little bit quicker than we did, right? You know, a lot of us know, but we want the proven commodity. Look. You know, my best year was when I was Suriano and Vincenzo Joseph before they ever stepped foot on the mat in college. You know, so those guys, now we know them as, like, hallmark dudes, but I drafted them before they'd ever stepped foot on the mat. So it can work. It yeah. can work. That was your best year. Would you take second that year? Well, that was because Penn State fucking got stuck in a damn airport and couldn't fly to Reno, which would have guaranteed me the win. And then Seriano broke his ankle, which would have also guaranteed me the win. So I don't want to talk about that. I would have been double-double there, except for some bad luck. 
I think we did have a double double that year. Yeah, Who was it? Oh, that you, was me. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Anything else on fantasy? You're so bitter. No, you I, know what? I'm not but, bitter, but you bring it up. I, what am I supposed to do? Sit here and just t- take it? Yeah. I ain't taking that shit, son. I was the you best. You coming at me year. this year? You coming at that belt this year? Uh, you know, I, I think my team's all right. It I think is my all team's right. all right. I think. It's going to be a fun year. Um, so let's transition to the next part. I think it was a great time to have the draft because what do we got coming up this weekend? Just so happens to be my most favorite college wrestling tournament outside of the NCAA's Cliff Keen. It's an amazing tournament. And it is deep. <laughs> oh. So deep. It keeps getting better. So deep. But you are absolutely right. It does keep getting better. And this year is no different, man. I mean, I think Flo put out an article or something that said, like, you know, there's going to be, it could be 115 ranked wrestlers at this tournament. I mean, it's basically. They rank 200. That's a lot. Right. No, that's I mean. They rank 20 at 10 weights. Correct. I'm saying, you know, the percentage percentage of that that will be at this tournament is insane. 50%. We'll, we'll just talk 50% because we'll say 15 fall off for some stupid reason. Yeah, because you know not everybody's right. going to show up. There's, but, guys, and there's some guys that, have, that are ranked that haven't even wrestled right. yet. But, but 100, 50% of, the pe- 50% of the people that are ranked in a tournament. Fuck, you can't get any better. Excuse my language, guys. You can't get any better than that except for the NCAA tournament. You can't do it. It's amazing. I love this tournament. I really love this tournament. And, and it's I'm actually, busy it's, it's not even, it's, it's not a very well attended tournament from a fan perspective we're going next year i mean it's in vegas we're going next year it's you want to we're, we're, we're we not, not going next year is this going to be one of those things where you say we're going to do it and then you then we don't yes okay that's what i figured happens a lot <laughs> well you know i, I, I i've got a weird it, it, long story anyways <laughs> you've got look, a weird long story <laughs> a weird long story <laughs> i um, unfortunately will be busy a lot during that saturday but i'm gonna have it on my phone the entire time what do you got going on this Saturday? I got that stupid house showing oh. for the Christmas tour. Oh, no. And I got my my son's got his first wrestling tournament Saturday. Well, that'll be fine because in between his matches, you can put it up on your phone. I, well, look, bottom line is, and also we got all day Sunday because now that we're doing the pot on Monday, Ooh. we'll catch up. We're going no, to be all watching. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's my favorite thing in the world. We got Friendsgiving Saturday night, too. And I know. And it, it, me being able to get there, it's going to be, I'm nervous about making it, bro. Oh, we trust me. It's one of those things that if you show up, it'll be a nice surprise, but we don't expect you. I was there last year. Don't tell me. Look, do you think if I didn't have anything doing, if I didn't have anything going on, I would be there in a heartbeat. You have you that. not learned, Ben, that there are just ways that I know how to push your buttons? Yes. 125, okay. though. Let's talk 125. Because um, it's looking tough. It's looking real tough. They got some, they got some returning All-Americans this week. So, you know, the top, I'd say, you know, guys ranked in the top 10. They got Sebastian Rivera from Northwestern, who's the number two ranked. Ronnie Bresser's ranked third from Oregon State. Louis Hayes, sixth ranked guy from Virginia. Sean Russell, eighth ranked guy from Minnesota, returning All-American. Zeke Moisey, returning a couple time returning All-American from Nebraska, ranked ninth. And then Travis Pietrowski, who I think they noted here hadn't wrestled yet, ranked 10th. And just four out of the 10 are, ret- are returning All-Americans, okay? Yeah. Um, it- Sebastian Rivera, in, in my opinion, is is, is just. I mean, he's he's one of the best young wrestlers in college right now. Okay, um, he had a breakout season last year, huge breakout. But Ben, his redshirt year when he when he was redshirting, we watched him wrestle at the Midlands, and I think he took like a third or fourth. And remember, right. we both said, I know, we both said, watch out for this dude. This guy's going to be good. And you is know, he what? only a freshman last year. Yeah. God. Last year was his redshirt freshman year versus Ronnie Bresser, who got to be a senior by now, right? 
Dude, he's got so many <laughs> names. I think he just keeps enrolling in school with different names. Ronnie Rios, Ronnie Bresser. You know, and then, and then you got Moisey and Russell kind of rounding that out. You know, so give me – so my champ – I'll say right now my champ I think is going to be Bresser. Um, I know that's a surprise because, you know, they both All-American last year. You love Bresser. Bresser. So it's not a surprise to me. I expect that. I do. I had him on my team last year. I don't have him on my fantasy team this year. But I do love him. Um, and, 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 I, and I love him because I think that he can take anybody down. Uh, so I'm going to pick him. And then as a sleeper, I think Drew Matten is, you know, he's ranked 16th. But I think he's, yeah, I think he's got a little juice in him. So Matten is my uh, guy who's a, who's a ranked uh, sleeper. Because I don't have the bracket, obviously, the list in front of me of everybody. But somebody ranked outside the top 10 that I think is going to make some noise. And by make some noise, I mean probably place um, maybe top five. Man, look, I can't, I can't argue with you about your Bresser pick. I think it's a great pick. Look, there's only one guy in this weight class that has a victory over the Spencer Lee, and that's Ronnie Bresser. Okay, so, that was a hell. He inside trip for the week. That one. So I mean, when Bresser is on, he can be really, he can be really, really good. Now, I will tell you this: um, I'm not high on your sleeper pick, Matten. I think Matten's had a rough start to the season so far. I think. I'm starting to wonder if maybe the weight class, if he's getting big for that weight class. Good point. And so him making weight two days in a row. Now, granted, they do get a one-pound weight allowance on the second day at this tournament. That don't tournament. mean shit. Um, but you're right. It doesn't mean a ton. <laughs> it means basically you get to work out for 30 less minutes. Right. That's all that it means. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You but, can have an extra 16 ounces of water. But I'm going to go chalk on this. If I'm picking a champ, I'm going to go Sebastian Rivera. Okay. Rivera beat Bresser last year at the national tournament 12-2. to two. Um, And that's information I didn't have in front of me. Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to switch my pick now. Now I'm still staying with my boy Rios, baby. You like that's information. <laughs> I mean, you were at the tournament, right? You saw it happen, dude. Yeah, like, like, cause I saw every match at the national tournament. And I remember them all. I wish. Um, no, I'm almost positive. I'm, I'm, I'm 99% positive that uh, that Rivera beat Bresser 12 to two at the national tournament last year. Now I think the match um, it got blown open at the end. I, I think in the last minute of that match, Bresser, you know, took a shot and he got pancaked for five, or you know, uh, okay. as time ran out. But so still, really, Ronnie almost beat him. Uh, no, that would actually be not the case. Um, but I, I'm a huge Sebastian Rivera fan. He's got so much offense. He's got great leg attacks, and I think he's only going to continue to get better. He's also on my fantasy team right now. Um, oh, and he was last year too, wasn't he? Yeah, I traded for him. Yeah, so come on. Um, we but, have to caveat. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to do some insider training shit, you always got to stay if they're on your team. No, but that's the oh, rule in the oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm picking the top ranked guy in this no, weight class as the champ. Um, he's, he's, I, he's real soft. I think he's going to win that. If I'm picking a sleeper, it's got to be outside outside the top ten. I'm going Rico Montoya from Northern Colorado. Last year he was wrestling up at 133. He right? had some nice wins last year. Kind of on the you know one of those guys that. You could tell it was just on the verge of maybe breaking out, but didn't quite break out. Um, this year he's down at 125. It's interesting he dropped away. He's looking good at 125 to start the season. Um, so he would be my sleeper pick. I could see him finishing, you know, in the top four. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at run. him a little bit more from a. Um, yeah, I mean that's interesting. He's down a weight. A lot. Of, you don't see a lot of people dropping weights um, like that to, down to the 25 pound weight class. He might be a guy that you know, not only just a sleeper here, but because I like him, that he might be a sleeper at the end at the you know NCAA tournament. So, and, all right, and by sleeper, I'm saying he's a guy that could you know I, I could see him knocking off you know a Sean Russell, a Louis Hayes, right. those types of guys. You know, when he's on, he's on. Sure. So that's what I meant by that. 
right, 33, though, that that way is about absolute fire, man. I mean, it should be illegal. It, it should be. this weight class Hey, is. keep it legal. Keep I mean, it legal. I, look, we're, we're missing, uh, we're basically missing Seth Gross and Dayton Fix, and you you have the top, uh, you know, the top seven guys in the country in that weight class. Exactly right. Nikki Soriano, Stephen Meechich, Luke Pletcher, Ethan Lezak, John Ernesti, Dylan Duncan. Um, that's kind of your top guys here. But oh, you still got Montori Bridges, All American, right? Thirteenth in that tournament. Uh, Josh Tayrau, who um, I-, I believe he was in the finals at Cliff Keen last year at one thirty three. I'm pretty sure he was in the finals. Yeah, because I think Luki Pletcher beat him. You're right. Pletcher beat him in the finals. Yeah, seven two right. or something like that. Yep. Um, so Cam Sakor, North Dakota State. The guy's having a great start to his season as well. So this is a weight class. And you that- got the, you got kind of the freshman like Mickey Phillippe. In there, isn't he? No, no, he's sophomore. Sophomore, I think. I think he's a sophomore because he transferred. He transferred, yeah. yeah. But, you know, so you got some young guys there. Um, ah, You know, as much as I love Pletcher, and, and I hope he wins it, you know, obviously he's an Ohio State fan, I really want to see Seriano Michik go. Not that I wouldn't want to see Pletcher against Seriano. We've seen the Michik-Pletcher story. We have. We you know, saw it four times last year. Pletcher got him the first time, then Michik proceeded right. to beat him the next three times. Right. And I'd love to see Lezak wrestle all these guys, too. But I want to see Soriano Michik. Um, I'm going to take, and I know you're going to go opposite here, but I'm going to take Soriano. I'm going to take Soriano to win this match, to win this, to win this weight over. Um, I mean, who knows? Stephen Michik would be my guess. So, I, Ben, I think it, it's, it sounds stupid to say I think that's a great pick. I mean, he's the number two ranked guy in the country, the highest ranked guy in this weight class. Um, I'm not going to go opposite from you because if I, I if I was going to go out and somebody said, pick your 133-pound national champ right now, I'm going Nikki Suriano. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we never did. We didn't do our picks this year, our preseason picks. But, yeah, okay. It'll be – yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to revisit that at some point in time. Um, I love the way Suriano wrestles. I really do. I think he's got offense. I think that he's got some extremely stingy defense. He's constantly moving forward. He's a grinder as well. I mean, he's just – he's an amazing – wrestler great Ooh. dance moves did you see his dancing video with uh with uh chimizo i don't no, know if you saw it don't no, don't, don't go watch it terrible not. absolutely terrible total jersey i don't mean this I, I don't i'm not trying to be mean but the guy seems like he's got i'm not sure how much personality he has so i can only imagine how much dancing he has um but so you I like nikki like, huh? i like nikki seriano to win this weight class what I am interested to see is I want to see how Ethan Lezak does against guys like Pletcher, there you Michik, go. or Suriano. Yep. We already saw him against Dayton Fix, but I want to see how he can do up a weight with his style, if he can get on top of one of these guys and go to work. I really want to see the Pletcher-Lezak match after we had our debate about that a couple of pods ago. No, we had Pletcher's fix. Couple of pods ago, but oh, uh, did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but okay. we can. Hey, we can. Do, but no, we can debate. We can debate Pletcher Lezak too. But um, I, yeah, I want to see Lezak at least against at least against one of those top three sure. guys ahead of him because I want to see his style going up against there. And then um, I want to see him against all of them. Who's your sleeper? Um, I like Mickey Phillippe. I think that I think that uh, you know he. I'm not sure he's that much of a sleeper because he was a big time big time recruit. But uh, you know, I think at this weight class. It's just such a deep weight class, but I, I, I liked him. I had him as a, um, a sleeper pick in my fantasy draft, actually. I think he might have been drafted, to be honest with you. Um, Earl drafted him. Yeah, well, that's not a surprise. Earl knows what the hell he's talking about. So I like Mickey Phillippe from Pittsburgh. Um, you know, again, we're going to see people knocking off people 
And I think he's one that could maybe do it. Um, what about you? Good question, man. Good question. Lots of good wrestlers in this weight class. Um, there really is. I mean, when you got Josh Terrell ranked 14th, who made the finals last year, ladies and gentlemen, at this weight class, you know, if you, so, and Montori Bridges, you know, my, this last year, Montori Bridges, nobody really knew about him, and that's when Pletcher had a really tight one with him. Um, you know, you got Corbin Meyer, who, who, you know, does he get a room bump going from Edinburgh to Virginia Tech? Uh, you know, he, I think he's lost, he's dropped a match this year. You know, Sean Nickel, uh, he's hanging on to a ranking spot. Um, and then you got this Tucker, I don't know how you say his last name, Somalian from Nebraska. I think I'm he, pretty sure it's not pronounced Somalian. He beat Montori Bridges. So, you know, if I'm picking, if I'm, if I'm going to pick a sleeper on this weight class, though, man, I, I got to go. I'm going to go Cam Sakura. I'm going to go Cameron Sakura, North Dakota it. State. I don't love it. He's already got wins this year over Sean Nickel, um, Colin Valdevez from Northwestern. He's undefeated so far. He won the Roadrunner Open. Pretty- Remember Valdevez, right? He snuck in as the 34th man when uh, somebody didn't uh, either make weight or skin or injury. Oh, was at he? The was tournament. Yeah, and ended up winning. I think he went 2-2. Two and two. No kidding. Yeah, dude gets in and he goes 2-2. Two and two. Well, he's 0-2 to start the season right now because he's got losses to Sakura, and I think uh, – Corbin Myers as well to start mm-hmm. opening season, but uh, I'm gonna Get go Sakura. Together, Colin. I'm gonna go uh, go Sakura as my uh, my sleeper. Hey, shout out to our boy, right, Coach Garnett, baby. Yeah, one forty one. Oh, baby. You know, and, and here's the thing about one forty one: McKenna, Ironman, McKee, Mikey Carr, Matt Finley is kind of a a guy coming out of nowhere. And then you got Chad Red and Josh Alber, and then you got the sneaky man Josh, Don Dom Demas. Look. Without too much to say, give me Joey McKenna. He beat up Jaden Ironman for third and fourth last year at the NCAA tournament. Dude is as solid as a rock, and I don't just mean that physically as a specimen. I also mean that technically. Um, I don't. I think that Jaden Ironman's. I think that McKenna's a terrible matchup for Jaden Ironman. We've had this conversation before. I think that Joey McKenna is in, is such a sound positional wrestler, and he's strong enough to he doesn't fall into Jaden Ironman's traps. Um, Last time they wrestled for third and fourth at the NCAA tournament, it wasn't close. Um, it may be closer here, but I like McKenna to get in on his lefty single or maybe an outside double and uh, finish quick enough to beat Ironman. But I like the way McKee looked again uh, against Brock the other day, by the way. Let's go ahead. I, I, I don't want to pick the same guy as you. God, I don't want to keep picking the, the – the potentially number one seed in right. these weight classes, but Joey McKenna has raised his game to a whole new level after his the beating he took from Tommy Thorne in the duel last year. Anomaly. It was an anomaly. No, you know, granted, he went out there, he he lost to uh, who did he lose to in the Nash, uh, NCAA's? Oh, he lost to Bryce Meredith, one zero. Yeah, lost and, to Meredith, and really, there was a flash takedown we he didn't, didn't get, and we didn't take down. You know, we chose not to right. not to go down against Meredith. Um, so you know, he's got that loss, obviously. But since that loss from Tommy Thorne, McKenna's been on a whole nother level. And I think as much as I love watching Jaden Ironman wrestle, um, and Mitch McKee too, Jaden Ironman has not shown. Anything that says he can solve the puzzle that is Joey McKenna. Right. Um, you're right. I, I can't disagree with you. McKenna is a an extremely bad matchup for Ironman because McKenna stays solid. 
He uh, he's not going to put himself in those dangerous positions that Ironman likes to put people. Right, in. McKenna's not trying to go double unders on no, this dude. You no. know, he's not. He's just not going to do that. Um, so I, I I guess I gotta pick Joey McKenna as well. Yeah. Although I do, I like I like the way Mitch McKee looks up at forty one though. You know who I like? The way they look this year. Who? The way they've been wrestling. Who you like? Mikey Carr. Oh, I think Mikey. He had a Carr, he had a tight one with uh with an with Iron with Man, Iron Man. yeah. And I think Mikey Carr is going to give people some fits in this tournament. So I look for him. I'm not saying he's going to win it, but if he wrestles any of those top guys, I think it's going to be very close matches. Sleepers. Ooh. You know I'm going Yaha Yaha Yah Thomas Yah Thomas. I don't know how to say his first name. Yah Yah. Yeah. Apparently I've been corrected. Yah Yah. Thomas, Northwestern, freshman starting, um, ranked 20th in the country right now. I, I think he was a Midlands placer last year. Uh, decent recruit, not a huge-time recruit. I don't think he ever won the um, state tournament. You know, Maybe because he's on my fantasy team. i got to get that out there. That's the reason why. But I, I just think he's got a lot of upside. To um, I think this could be a coming-out party for him. I, I, we were just having this conversation before we started the podcast. I I like Thomas a lot. I like Thomas a lot, and I think he's one of those guys that um, he's still going to make a lot of jumps. Right, right. it's early on. Nowhere reached his potential at all yet. Um, But if I'm picking a sleeper, I'm going to go with the forgotten man in this. I'm going to go with Kanan Store. Yeah, the forgotten guy. You know, Kanan Store in his redshirt year, everybody was so high on him. He went out. He had some great wins. He was the highest-placing American at the Dave Schultz Memorial Tournament. Good Midlands. Um, beat Pletcher at Midlands. Had a Pletcher was on the way, Midlands. but yeah. He yeah, had know. a great Midlands. He goes out to I. You know, he starts for Iowa State the next year. Obviously not the best situation for him, no matter what was the ultimate root cause of that. Right, Metcalf pushes him. Uh, whatever it was. I mean, it just wasn't a conducive spot for him. Um, he goes back home to Michigan. He's having a nice start to the season. He's undefeated. I think he's got six or seven wins already. Um, they've got great coaching out there. He's got great training partners around him. I'm going to go with Kanan Store as a sleeper. I like it a lot. I think that I think that he's in a great situation right now, right? You know, I think our understanding is that he's got a serious uh, girlfriend, if not fiance. Um, Kanan, sorry if if it's not a fiance, but you know, I, I, you know, he's back home, closer to family. He's in a. He's in a. I think when he was out at Iowa State, he was in a position where he didn't feel terribly comfortable. And and that's not me making that up. We read articles. We we, we saw his post about it, right? So you know, he wrote an article. Or he wrote a. And these guys he, didn't recruit Kanan. These weren't the guys that recruited Kanan right. to Iowa State. It was State. the Paulsons. It was the Paulsons, right. Under Coach Jackson. Okay, exactly so right. you know, obviously, when Dresser and his crew gets out there, look. Kanan Store did pulled no punches about saying that he was completely unhappy. He wrote that article. About absolutely, it. absolutely. Now he's in a position, and, and, and it showed because he had some really weird matches last year where we watched him lose, and we're like, mm-hmm. lost a lot of matches, especially early in the season. He just he looked like he was out of his element, disinterested, maybe yeah. almost too. Like, like, look, it's hard if you're not having a good time where you're at. It's hard to wrestle for somebody, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Iowa State's coaching staffs. Bad or whatever, they but got a great coaching staff. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't mesh well. Nope. It's hard to wrestle for somebody if you're not really a huge fan of them. Agreed. Um, so I'm picking him to be a sleeper in this weight class. I think with his current situation, um, Kanan Store could surprise some people this year. I love it, baby. It's about as much as I love Michael Jordan beating up on Anthony Ashnall at 149. 
All right, one forty nine. <laughs> it is now. This weight class is crazy deep as well. Look, talk to me about it. I mean, you have the two, three, four, six, eight, nine, ten ranked guys. Is that good? You also got the thirteenth if you want to keep going out of that. It oh, who wasn't like all American? Good. Yeah, who wasn't all American? Tommy um, Thorne. Extremely deep weight class, and this is and this is one of those weight classes this year, Ben, where it's like anybody on any given day could win this tournament. I mean, you got Max Thompson, you know, all American. I don't know why I said that. I just looked at his name and I was like, wow, he's really good. He's, he's extremely good. I don't know. I think Anthony Ashnall is so damn good. I think he's so damn good. I think he beats Michael Jordan. Ooh. All right. Why do I think that? I don't know, but I'm picking Anthony Ashnall. The dude is a three-time AA, right? Yeah. Three-time AA, looking to become a four-time Yeah, looking to become a four-time AA. First time up at 149 was a 141-pounder previously. That one he won three. I think that Micah Jordan is better than him on his feet, but I think Anthony Ashnall is capable of doing enough on top to maybe get that riding time point or to make Micah not want to choose down. Remember, when Micah chooses neutral, he's got an extra takedown you got to get. I think Ashnall, I think the, the difference is either A, Ashnall can ride him, B, it, Micah doesn't choose down, and I think also that's compilated with the fact that I think Ashnall gets, gets a takedown on him. Right. And, and, and I like Ashnall to win this match over Micah, maybe only because I want to us to have listeners still, so I don't want to pick every Ohio State guy. Um, I think it's going to be close, but I, I do truly in my heart of hearts think that Ashnall can win that. I think that Micah can obviously win it too, and Micah could win it going away, to be honest with you, if he if he gets on his leg attacks. But but for the sake of being different, maybe I'm going to go Anthony Ashnall. Okay. Um, I'm going to be different as well, and I'm going to go Grant Leith. Okay? Oh, the neck. I'm going to go with the Protect neck. Protect your neck. All right, I'm going to go with the neck on this. Um, what did he take last year? I think he took sixth last year, so I'm pretty sure he took sixth. I know he lost to Sorensen. I picked him up on the waivers, son. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I think he lost to Sorensen in the uh, Concy semis, and then he lost to Heilman for fifth and sixth. I picked him up on the waiver so, wire, baby. Um, last year, though, sophomore, okay? Sophomore, I believe he only had four losses on the entire year. Went like you know 30-something and four. A um, lot of great wins. I think he's another guy that's only getting better. And there's one thing I've always noticed about Missouri. I think Missouri wrestles really well early in the year. Their guys always wrestle really well Is that tongue early in the year. Is the end of the year? I'm not saying that. I'm not going there. <laughs> like Okie State last year? <laughs> um, so I'm going to pick Leith to win this tournament this weekend. Missouri has flopped a couple times in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I like it. So then my sleeper's Micah Jordan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, but he had, if you think, look, just talking about Leith, because now I'm looking at some of his stuff right now. Sure. I mean, last year, Leith only lost four matches, but he had wins over Justin Oliver, Bula Wallen, Max Thompson. Keyshawn um, Hayes, Bo didn't he? Donahue, um, no, Jason Sertzis. He beat Max Thompson multiple times. Um he, I mean, he had some really nice wins last year. Well, I think he's. All, I think all he's done is kind of started it up again this year. I don't think that he's had any issues this year. No, I think he's. I think he's only wrestled twice. Yeah. So yeah, two and zero. Oh. Dude's got a neck brace. He's got a neck brace. And that's a, cool. And that neck brace has a Twitter account, which even better. So you know what? I'm picking Grant Leith and his neck brace in their Twitter account to win this tournament. Give me your sleeper, bro. I would take Austin O'Connor as a sleeper, but he's ranked 10th. So Austin O'Connor is not a sleeper. I know. I said it's outside our thing. Um, so then I'm going to take uh, Russell Rolfing, 
who uh, Cal State Bakersfield uh, upset um, 149-pound uh, starter for Iowa, Patrick Lugo, earlier this year. Um, I think he was a national qualifier at least once. I know that for a fact, actually. Um, you know, dude, long, linky, good scrambler, can get in on a lot of people. I think you know. I think that with, with the right draw, he might be able to make some noise and uh, you know, place place this year. You get, well, we've got the sleepers. There's not a ton we're looking at, unless you go and Josh Howe from Campbell. Or do you just want to do the talking? <laughs> I was going to say Josh. I Howell. just know. Is there anything else you? Yeah, I just why don't know you, just, you. Why don't you do this for both of us? <laughs> no, I just love it because we think so alike. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say Josh Howe. I know. Sleeper. I know you were. He's, right. he's solid. I like Josh Isle a lot. Tell me about it. I, you know, I think that I think that it's probably tough. That that was that he grew that, up that in was the f- shadow of Dean, but he goes out there and uh, as a freshman, true, makes the NCAA tournament. Might have even won a match. Can't remember. Redshirted last year, um, so he's a uh, redshirt sophomore for Campbell University at one forty nine. I think he won the scuffle last year. He did win the scuffle last year at as a redshirt. I'm pretty sure he won the scuffle. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm wrong a lot. I know he placed. No, he actually, no, he did not win the scuffle. What did he do at the scuffle? He didn't win the scuffle. I think he placed, though. I think he took third. That's pretty damn good at the scuffle. I didn't take third at the scuffle. He might have taken third. I went to a barbecue at the scuffle. Oh, well, regardless, I know he had a good scuffle last year, and uh, he would be my sleeper pick, as you announced for me. So let's move on. 157. Uh, hey, why don't you announce my sleeper pick then, son of a bitch? See if you can pick my sleeper pick. Um, I thought you said Russell Rolfing. No, I mean at 57. Oh, <laughs> so confused. <laughs> I want you to see if you can pick it. All right, 157. I'm going to take over here. Alex, <laughs> you do a way better job than I do. But Alex Pantaleo, ranked third from Michigan. Got Tyler Berger. Ranked fourth from Nebraska. Keyshawn Hayes, Ryan Deacon, Kennedy Monday, five, six, seven. Steven Blies or Blees. Oh my God, this weight is crazy from Minnesota. And then you got 10, Taylor Bramani. And then 11 and 13. Dude, this, <laughs> this tournament is absolutely crazy. This weight class is intriguing to me at this tournament. Um, and Tell I think for that. a couple of reasons. One, you know, I think there's talk that we might see Alec Pantaleo drop down to 149. Um, and really, if so, obviously hmm. that means, you know, they've got a guy on their team, Will Luan, who already has two wins over Pantaleo this year. So if he is going to drop, assuming his certification says he can, and he can do it for this tournament, it would make a lot of sense for them to do it at this tournament so that way Luan can get some battle-tested you know, get some battles under his belt in a tournament like this. So, do you think we see him at this? Do we see Pantaleo? Do, do you, do you no, think Pantaleo I, drops? Look, I have no inside information. Now, people that have inside information have told me that it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Right. One, Will Luan lost to Elijah Cleary recently. So, maybe they need to say, okay, he can beat our dude that's in the room, but let's see what he can really do out there. I don't know if you want to necessarily do that by pulling a guy's red shirt. Um, so I think that maybe Alex Pantaleo could drop. Alec. Alec. God, yeah, you're right. He's on my fantasy like, team too. Yeah. Alec. Alec, Alec Pantaleo. My brother's name's Alex. Sorry. And his last name's Pantaleo. Uh, <laughs> Alec Pantaleo Watson. Um, I could see him drop because it would benefit him 
from an NCAA perspective, but I don't guarantee that, that. I just think just because you drop doesn't guarantee that Luan comes out. Right. No, I, well, I mean, there would be no eh. – To win a title. I, I guess to go win – No, in, I guess to win a title, but if you got a guy like Luan, former world champ, right? Age-level world champ. He was. Yeah. Um, who's already got two wins over his teammate Pantaleo. Um, even if he did lose to Elijah Clear, I don't expect I don't expect that you know every freshman sensation to go undefeated the entire yeah. year. They're going to take some bumps along the way. Um, Great point. And, and Michigan does have a pretty good team. I mean, they got a good team that can still contend for a trophy. They, they, they've got an excellent. So team. imagine they, how got good, an excellent Imagine team. how much better that team would be with Pantaleo down at one forty nine and Luan stepping in at one fifty seven. All right, you've just solidified two weight classes there. Well, I think that's a question that, that I don't know. We want to dive into right now with our time limitations. Is how much better does it make them to do that? Now I don't know if that's. I don't know. I you know Luan's not coming out and he's guaranteed all American. That that's not no, even close to the I case agree. just because he's beaten Pantaleo. Um, I my guess is we see Pantaleo here at 157, and my guess is we see Pantaleo for the rest of the year at, at uh, 157. 157. Okay, yes. I hope so. That, that's my guess. I mean, I hope so. But anyway, uh, other things that are intriguing for me, um, from a Buckeye perspective, I think we're going to see Keyshawn Hayes really, really tested. Where's he the, at at 57 for the first right? time? Yeah, where is he at? How does he line up with these guys in this weight class? Um, also Ryan Deacon up at 157 this year. I'm a huge Ryan Deacon fan. Um, so that there intrigues me. And I want to see where, if Kennedy Monday's made a jump. That too. And then also, which Tyler Berger are we going to get? Are we going to get the Tyler Berger that we saw take a lot of questionable losses during the regular season last year? Or are we going to see the Tyler Berger that just caught fire and lit people up at the national tournament where he finished third out of nowhere? And speaking of Tyler Berger, I'm going to take him to win this weight class. I think that, you know, just based on a couple of interviews I've heard from him, I'm a big believer in let me hear what this guy has to say. Where is his mindset, right? We both agree that wrestling is a supremely mental, right? And what I mean by that is if you're confident in yourself, I think that you have – and confident in your wrestling abilities and confident where you're at, I think that that can elevate you beyond how many single legs you practice. And I think that Tyler Berger's finally found his little niche to where he feels good about himself. And um, I'm going to take him to win this tournament over Alex Pantaleo. Okay. Okay, I, I don't hate it, man. I don't hate it at all. I'm going to pick Ryan Deacon to win this tournament. Okay, I'm and gonna, I don't hate that. I'm going to go with the the, the junior world silver medalist. Um, last year, as a freshman, he lost in the round of twelve to Sertzis. Um I had him pegged for an All American all day. Unfortunately, he just ran into a Jason Sertzis that refused to be denied that last All American right. honor. Um, I really, really like Deacon. I really I like, that pick, like him up at 157. I think. There was some surprise last year that he was able to maintain that 149 pound weight and have success all have you year. You seen long. his wingspan? That dude's got a. That dude looks like a freaking, looks like the Mothman. Like a basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Deacon to win this tournament. Um, I love it. Who, who, who you got as a sleeper? Who's who's sleeping on you, buddy? This a, uh, just based on what I'm looking at here. I'm going to pick Justin Thomas. Yeah, me too. Okay. Me too. I hate to you say You can't. It. You're not allowed to. Okay. Um, Justin Thomas, young guy, California. All right. I think he's from, I want to say, uh, I was going to say Clovis, but that doesn't sound you right. You can't know everything. But he's from California. Um, yeah, wrestles for Oklahoma. I'm going to pick Justin Thomas as a sleeper. I'm curious to see what, how he is, how good he is. <laughs> All right, then I'm going Taylor Brahimi. Or Romani, excuse me. He can. He's got to be outside the 10. 
Uh, Paul Fox. I'm going Paul Fox, returning All American from, or excuse me, former All American from Stanford. Uh, gets back to his winning ways only because I, I wanted to pick Thomas, but I, I can't. He's not a former All American. He's still an All American. You can't take that away from him. I did. I took his medal. <laughs> <laughs> I want it so bad. I want that damn medal so bad. You're not going Van Bro, huh? <laughs> not too high on him right now. <laughs> not too, not too high on Van Bro right now at the moment. I'll, I'll tell you. What, listen. All kidding aside, I think the battles that could occur between the Pantaleo, Berger, Keyshawn Hayes, Deacon, and Kennedy Monday, I think those are what's Hell really exciting yeah. to watch right there. Because you're right. How big of a jump is Kennedy Monday going to take this year? Because last year he had a good season last year, but then he got to the national tournament and he started knocking some guys off. Right. I mean, Kennedy Monday could – look, if you told me Kennedy Monday made the finals against uh, Jason Knopf this year – in the NCAA tournament, I wouldn't be like shocked about it. I wouldn't. Wow, really? We drafted Kenny Monday at our our fantasy, and I don't mean Kennedy. Somebody was like, "I'll take Kenny Monday." <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I don't remember. I was like, "No, you can't have him because I, I think he's retired." <laughs> Anyways, um, no, that's going to be a great battle, man. That's a, those are going to be some great battles. Sixty-five. Um, you know, is Logan is Logan Massa back to his form? You got Bryce Stewart. Uh, Northern Iowa gentleman there. And then you got our boy Ashworth we were just talking about. And then Isaiah White at 10. Uh, Fogarty uh, kind of rounds that out at 11 for uh, North Dakota State. You know, this is one of those weight classes. I think of all the weights that we've come across so far, this is kind of one where I'm like, eh, all right. I mean, it's still, you still got a lot of great guys in there. Love to watch wrestling there. The top top four guys at 165 being Vincenzo, Evan Wick, Marinelli, and Chance Marsteller. I truly believe that any four of those guys are, can win the national tournament on any given day. Um, Joseph is definitely the favorite. He's proved he can get the job done the last two years. So I wish we had a couple of those guys in this tournament Sprinkle as well. Sprinkle them in, yeah. Um, yeah. But even so, I mean, uh, Logan Massa. You kn- he didn't get on the podium last year, did he? No, he had a very, very bad tournament last yeah. year. He had a rough season last year. Remember, he missed it. He got, I think, I I think he got injured at Cliff Keenum, missed a chunk of the season yep. after that. Yep. Um, after he won, he had a funky Cliff year. Keenum as a freshman. Yeah, he had a funky year. Um, he really did. You know what? I'm going to take him to right to ship here. Uh, okay. I'm going to take him to right to ship. Going out on a limb, huh? Well, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's. I mean, th- th- that talent just doesn't go away. No, I agree. I, you I, was, know? I was joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> like going out on a limb, taking the highest ranked guy oh, to win yeah, this week. Yeah, class. yeah. Well, I mean, I almost went Ashworth. I really, I really am that high on him. You know, I'm really that high on Ashworth. I think that, um, you know, it's a, it's a really tough weight class, but I, but I like him. So you know, I'm gonna take Mass, and, and I wouldn't hate you if you do the same. I mean, you certainly don't have to pick somebody different. I don't know who to pick in this. Um, I want to pick Logan Massa because I really do like him. I like watching him wrestle. His freshman year was so much fun to watch, but then it's it's almost like people kind of figured him out. He wrestles from space, and I think he struggles when he's got to tie up against some of these kind of you know bigger, more bruiser type one sixty fives. You're exactly right, Brandon. And that's what I'm concerned about. He can't get in on his low. He can't get in on his low levels because they're they're kind of ready for him, you know. And especially low levels at a higher weight class. I mean, those are some bigger dudes, bigger legs, you know. It's just, it's harder to finish on those. But we've seen him do it. We've, we've seen him have success in that way. So, so I'm going to, you know, I'll take Stewart. I'll take the UNI guy. Okay. Um, you know, a guy I almost picked, though, is Makai Lewis, 
who, who's ranked 16th, and you know, he, he might have something to say about it. not only just being a sleeper, but but actually winning this entire thing. Yeah. I mean, that, he just won a re- really important tournament this summer. Yeah, he did. He did win an important tournament this summer. Uh, he was a junior world gold medalist. Um, but then he also lost to Connor Flynn in, in their dual meet. So, you know, well, we've seen that happen. Guys can't. I mean, not everybody's going to go undefeated. I mean, Especially as freshmen, right? I'll always say that. Yeah, I'll always say that. Um, I think he's got a lot of talent, man. I think, that, I think that he's better than a lot of people ranked above him. I think so, too. I, he, if we're picking sleepers, I don't even know if we can call this guy a sleeper. Sleeper by ranking, but, yeah, I would go with Lewis as well. Yeah. I think Lewis, could, he, uh, he could win this tournament on any given day. He could not place at this tournament, um, especially with the, you know, with the, uh, the injuries that you have or the, the, the guys that are going to, you know, could be competing in this weight class. So, yeah, I like it. I also like Joey Gunther. You know, I do, do not. You don't? No, God, no. I, 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 think, that, uh, I think that his move to Illinois could uh, – could really spark a fire under him. He's finally got a. He's finally at a place where he knows he's going to be the starter. Doesn't have to battle every week just to be the starter. He can focus on just training. You know, I, I think that Joey Gunther might be a guy that uh, that uh, that makes some noise this year. Maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know. Either way, 174. Okay, we're Woo! back to another loaded weight yeah, class. A little, little bit different. different. Um, a lot of good guys in this bracket. Starting out with the most slept-on wrestler in the United States, Miles Amin. Um, People need to stop sleeping on him. You, you really need you, – you need if you don't know who Miles Amin is, you got to go look him up. Yeah, I mean, the guy took fourth and third in the country the past two years. The, the whole country. Right, the, the, the whole country, not just the country that's – not just the Upper Peninsula. Exactly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, you also got Dan Lewis from Missouri, multiple-time All-American, Taylor Lujan from Northern Iowa, um, assuming he's wrestled – is he wrestled? Has he wrestled this year? I. Oh man, I don't know. For some reason, I thought he has. Um, I think he has. Um, Mikey Labriola. You know, Mike Labriola. Uh, your 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 favorite, Tayshan Campbell. Um, How dare you? So it's a deep weight class. I mean, even when you're starting to get into some of the lower ranked guys that could that could you know. Uh, compete in this tournament, Dylan Lighty from Purdue. I mean, that guy's got good wins on his resume. So I, think I like probably this weight street, class. But, yeah. I absolutely like this weight class a lot. Um, I'm excited to see some things go down. You like Amin or you like Lewis? Um, I'm or picking like Labriola. I'm picking Mikey Labriola. Whoa, in this tournament. you like Mikey, huh? I do. I love it. Well, you know, I think that he's. I'm going out on a limb here. You know, he's. He, he, I, you know, he got pinned by um, Ryan Christensen. Christensen when he was up, and then got put on his back towards the end of the match with a dual meet between North uh, Nebraska, Wisconsin. I think that you know it's it's hard to say that Mikey wasn't the better wrestler in that in that in that match. Um, Have you watched a lot of his matches? Well, I mean, I remember I remember watching Win Iron Man. Um, you know, I, yeah, in college, he's great on his feet. I, yeah, no, I've watched, he's I watched a couple of matches. He's excellent. Lots of attacks. He's got an amazing gas tank, he, and he doesn't wrestle like a one seventy four pounder. No, you know, he's 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 more of a he's got a, he's got a really nice single leg. Um, you know, can wrestle from space, but can also get in there and bang. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So I'm um, picking Labriola. Yeah, I, I'm not sure he beats Miles Mean. Um, caveat: Miles Mean on my fantasy team. Um, I'm not sure he even beats a, a Daniel Daniel Lewis, but I'm going to take Miles Mean. I just think that he is. A guy that's continuing to get better, mm-hmm. and um, I think athletically, um, along with technique, I I think he it's hard for many people people to match his athleticism slash technique. You're right. I, look, I wanted to pick a mean. I knew you were going to pick him. I got to pick somebody else. I think Labriola could have a real big coming. Hell out yeah, party baby! At this I love it. I really do. Um, and if I'm going sleeper, I, I don't know, man. You going to see bass? 
Johnny Sebastian? No, I'm not picking a sleeper in this one. All right, I'm, I'm going to go with Lighty, just because I have to pick somebody. I'll take Kimball Bastion then. <laughs> All right, we don't even need to talk about it. Hey, go Utah Valley. <laughs> All right, next one. I think that this this is the – what I'm most excited about this is to see how far Miles Martin is. God, I, might, I hope I'm not jinxing him. To see, 184, to see how far Miles Martin is compared to the other ones. Well, let's talk about those other ones. I mean, you obviously you got Miles Martin, the number one ranked guy in the country. Um, Emery Parker, the only guy in this bracket or in this weight class to have given Miles Martin a loss previously. Number two ranked guy in the country. You got number three, Vens, four, Zach Zavatsky. Um, then you go down to eight, Max Dean. By the way, all these guys we've named so far were all Americans last year. And the next as guy. As was Chip Ness, as has been Drew Foster. Um, so those are your your guys ranked in the top ten. I mean, Man, there's some all Americans. weight in class this joint, is huh? absolutely loaded um i'm gonna pick my sleeper first yeah let's okay. do that i'm gonna pick my sleeper first i'm gonna pick louis Deprez. all right as my sleeper from binghamton yeah um love it he's i ranked, freaking love it ranked anywhere between you know 15th and 20th in the country depending on publication he will all american this year this guy is probably binghamton's biggest recruit they've had since guzdowski when guzdowski yeah. started his career there at binghamton. And he might have even been a bigger recruit than guzdowski was now guzdowski came out and Placed eighth that year for Binghamton before he transferred. Right, but I mean, Ludaprez or Deprez. I, I I don't know. I don't exactly know how you say it. I say right. Deprez. Yeah, and that's fine, dude. Every time I watch him, you know, he's he's a hammer. He is a hammer. I love watching him. I think he's going to give some people some real problems, man. <laughs> I think he's going to give some people some real problems. I love that sleeper pick. Um, because you picked him, I guess I got to pick a different sleeper. Um. You know, I, it's hard for me to even pick one. I, I don't, I don't have one. I mean, Canton Marriott had a, you know, I think he he, he had a decent season last year, didn't he? I think he wrestled. Um, God, I hope he didn't redshirt last year. That made me sound really stupid, but I'm pretty sure he did wrestle last year and had a decent <laughs> season. Um, they have Nick Gravina ranked. I'm not sure that guy has a, a shoulder, um, <laughs> but uh, it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick somebody besides the prey, um, but. Man, I'm looking at Depres or Depres, however you say. It. I apologize. No, you're way. good. Man. I'm looking at his his results last year when he was in red shirt, and this guy only lost to Miles Martin. What was the score? Twelve to three. He lost twice to Max Dean, three to two and four to one. And then he had this anomaly loss to Jack Wedholm from Army, seven to six. At the Franklin and Marshall Open. I mean, and he had some really nice wins as well. I mean, he's got some nice wins. He majored Dakota Gear 10 to nothing. I'm telling you, I told uh, you this dude is going to All-American this year. Yeah, man. Beat Nino Bonacorsi twice, and Nino's real good. Yeah, he's absolutely really good. So, Pitt. no. yeah. I, I, look, I, anyway, Deprez, that's my sleeper pick. Um, Mine too. You picking him too? All right. Yeah, I, I, there's nobody else for me to pick besides that. I mean, come on, this dude is good. This dude's about to jump. This dude is going to make a name. Pick, for and we're picking Matt Miles Martin to win this, right? I mean, let's yeah. just, let's just be real. Yeah, it would be it would, it would be irresponsible of us not to. Absolutely, I would probably get my you know podcasting rights and wrestling uh, watching rights taken away I'm, from me. You know what I'm excited for is if uh, the two three seeds, uh, if Parker and Vince hit again, because that is a freaking delight every time they wrestle. Yes. Yes, so, I agree there. I'd love to see those two wrestle again. What do you got in 197? Colin Moore wrestled here last year. Um, 
We should, well, he'll be back. He'll be here. For yeah, this. yeah, he I'm will pretty, be. Yeah, he'll be here. But he had some, you know, remember him last year? We, that, this, is the, this is when the talk of, hey, is Colin Moore falling off really happened? Remember when yeah. he lost the, he had a close one with Schultz from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot of close ones. Uh, I think he ended up um, winning it. Yeah, Colin Moore didn't take a loss until Kassar beat him. Right. But, but he didn't look excellent. What's he going to look like after coming off a really, really nice U23s where he looked bigger? He looked like a really nice-sized um, guy who's for 197, uh, makes the finals at U23s, um, doesn't have a, what it looks like a ton of top-level competition here. Um, you know, the, the, the guy that's ranked uh, closest to him is Nathan Traxler from Stanford, who's, you know, he's a solid wrestler, but, you know, not an All-American um, yet. No, I think he went like, I, I think he went one and two last yeah, year. Yeah, one and two or two and two, I can't remember. Right. Um you know, I think I'm, I'm picking Colin Moore to win this, but but do we see the Colin Moore that you know struggled last year here, or do we see Colin Moore that goes through and what he should do is blow this field out? It shouldn't be close. He should. I agree. It shouldn't be like, within. Honestly, it's yeah. not. If it's, it, it, I want to see what it should be. how he responds back in his first collegiate action after having a very subpar national tournament by his standards. It was not what he wanted. Um, he finished. Fourth. Fourth, whereas he finished third the year before. Correct. He was the one seed, too. Last year. Yeah, yeah last year he was the one seed. Um, so I want to see how he comes out in responding to that. Is he still carrying that, that massive amount of pressure that he talked about he carried last year? Or oh, is yeah. he wrestling a little more freely, a little more open? Um, because more if relaxed? he is, like because if he is, year. If he is, we could be in for some good battles with him and, and, and a guy like Bo Nickel. I could at least see some battles. Some battles. It, yeah, it, battles. If, I'm yeah, saying battles. Right, just yeah. battles. If he wrestled like he did his freshman year, he I think he's clear number two. I mean, that guy was a guy that, man, I remember when he put up 15 points against uh, Far. Far at the Big Tens and won it. I mean, and, and gave Javon Cox a great match. And even when they met in the semis at uh, NCAAs, oh it was still goodness. a high-scoring it match was with him just and Far. A, so yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Kyle Moore obviously both picking him to win this. Yeah. I, I like Jake Woodley. Um, as, as my sleeper from Oklahoma, um, you know I I, th- I think the guy is a uh, red shirt freshman. Um, you know we're picking a, we're picking a couple of Oklahoma guys um, as our sleepers, and I think that's a good thing for Lou Roselli. Uh, you know I, I think the guy is another type of guy that I, I would be surprised if he's ranked fifteenth uh, by the end of the year. I think that he's a guy that, especially at this weight class, uh, has a really good shot to get on the podium. I'm going to go with Tom Slay as my sleeper. He's uh, a transfer, Buc- yeah, transferred from Bucknell to Virginia Tech. Um, he's ranked anywhere between 10-ish and 17, 18-ish, depending on publication. Um, always a tough out. He's got some nice wins throughout his career. Never quite made it to the podium. I'm real curious to see what this Virginia Tech room is doing for him. So that's my sleeper pick. He's, he's one of those guys you want to see get on the podium, right? Oh, you know, for sure. As a senior. For sure. Type guy. Um you know, and we'll round it out with, uh, I mean, Gable Stevenson. Oh, right? you're going Conan Jennings. No, <laughs> I'm not going Conan Jennings. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm going Gable Stevenson as a champ, and A.J. Neville is my sleeper. Can I just say, I am so happy that Gable came out of red shirt because yes. it, it made, heavy, heavyweight was a boring weight class this year. Uh, absolute boring Not a lot class. of intrigue, right? Just really, really not. Not a lot of you're right. Not a lot of intrigue, um, and him coming out now adds some excitement around this. Um, he's a flashy heavyweight man. You see him doing the Muhammad Ali. Impression. I love it. Hey, 
there's people out there saying, oh, I hate it. I hope he loses. Okay. Then beat him. Yeah, then beat him. Then beat him. People said, you know, people have said that about lots of people. Couldn't stand Thomas Gilman. Couldn't stand Johnny Hendricks. You know, there's always going to be a, a what we call them the heels, right? The heel, heels yeah. of wrestling. You know, I don't know if Gable Stevenson is quite the heel. He's of not wrestling there yet. Right now, he will be when he starts beating Kirk Fliet, and we're like, God, we hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you know, but for now, for now, we're cool with it. Um. Yeah, you got to pick Gable to win this, man. Yeah, I, and I like AJ Neville's as my as my sleeper. Um. You know he's he he's already had a win over this year over uh, who's the heavyweight from North Dakota State, um, Mets. Mets, yeah, he's beaten Mets this year. Obviously, that's uh, Nick Neville's brother. Um, he wrestled for Fresno State. I think that's really cool. He's back home wrestling for uh, um, you know uh, where, kind of an area where he's from. Fresno State, uh, one of one of only two guys from Fresno State to qualify for the NCAA tournament last year. Yeah, I think they had two. I know he did. For no, they sure. did. They had they had more than one. So um, they didn't have more than two. I know that. So yeah. they either had one or two. Either way, he would, he did qualify. Um, I I think it's a great sleeper pick, man. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, our hometown Ohio boy, Matt Stencil. Oh yeah. I know he. You know he he lost a match. Uh, uh, he he got pinned by uh, Mason Paris. Yeah. Um, earlier in but, 15 seconds, though. So who knows what happened? Yeah, who knows there. what happened? Um, but I think Stencil's a guy that could really shake things up a bit. He's got the talent to do so. So interested to see how he does in this weight class. And that's Cliff Keen, baby. And all I, I just can't wait to talk with you about it next week. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, we get to watch some of it. Oh, we're going to watch some, if not all. All right, my man. I think that's about all we got for today. Um, you know what? I like doing this. I like. I wish we had brackets to break down. That's always the most fun that's when you can best. really dive into brackets and just totally nerd out. Oh, Maybe get our boy Earl to, to do us some bedtime brackets for us. Read us some brackets. Earl, read me some bedtime brackets, baby. Love it. Who won in 1961, Earl? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Blueball. Doug Blueball. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, guys. Listen. <laughs> We tried. Our goal was to keep this at, at an hour. Uh, it's an hour and 29 minutes. But you know what? We shortened it from the last time, so we're getting to that mark for yeah, you. Yeah, baby. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Give us some feedback if you want to. If not, don't wind up on your back, bro.